0: Welcome. Let's begin by writing a sound current, and then we'll discuss crystals. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pleiadian Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Lacey Chandler. I'm so happy to be here with you again. I just want to remind you that you are loved and you're incredibly beautiful inside and out. Perfectly imperfect. Just like the topic of our talk today. I'm here to advocate for one of my favorite species on the planet. That would be crystals. Yes, I consider crystals to be a species. We very often limit things by animal, mineral, vegetable, but there's a, there's some things that don't really fit into that you know, uh, mycelium being one of them. I believe that the mushrooms don't get enough of their own dignified sector of reality, but that's a different talk. Along with that uh, misinterpreted and underrepresented species, we have the crystals. The crystals and I have a very, very intimate relationship I I really understand them. I really translate what they have to say. I communicate with them. I I really have an intimate relationship when we work together. That being said, I have a delightful collection of many different types of crystals and crystal structures. Um, that I feel are both an ancient and modern technology. They, they they're so patient with us because they're so ancient, they've been around for immeasurable amounts of time. If we gave it a time, I'm certain it would be wrong and underestimated, but they've been around so long that they humor us. They, (laughs) they let us describe them inaccurately and treat them poorly and, and really not get what they're about. They don't care. They've been here so long and they're going to be here well after us as well. Um, But I find it, I find it really necessary to advocate for them because I consider them to be my buddies, truly my buddies. So I, I am going to tell you some things that they asked me to tell you. (laughs) <laughs> so don't shoot the messenger but still find it valid because they're asking me to tell you this a few things that i find am- or they find important to mention is that one like i said they are very 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 ancient and that being said you should respect your elders when you approach a crystal when you go to work with a crystal, when you go to mine, a crystal, if you have that opportunity, treat it like a living organism, ask permission, handle it with respect, honor its presence in reality as equal and valid as your own. So, you know, take a minute, say thank you, say please, ask permission and listen for an intuitive answer. Crystals have a ton of stored information in them. They have the history of our civilization, of our planet and planets beyond as well. They store, you know, almost the amount of the Akashic records inside of them. They can also store more things. If you want to download information to a crystal, they're happy to hold it for you. They're happy to do anything for you. They love to work. They love to work. They love to help. They love to be included in conversations. They love to be included in, in goings-on of things. They don't want to be locked up in a dark room with nothing happening. They like to be where they can see the action. It can it can explore energy, absorb energy, emit energy. And, and not only do they want to work, but they also want to help. There's, there's crystals in every technological device. We have all of our cell phones, all of our computers have quartz crystal. In, in the, uh, you know, ancient Egyptian times, So many of their temples and altars were crystal because they knew the property of amplification of the conductive properties that are unmatched by anything else on the planet right now. Uh, So they can do big jobs, little jobs, but they specifically want to help. Often you will see crystals used in healing. why that's so useful is because and specifically paired with sound, they, they hold such a perfect structure that when you pass sound, especially frequencies of sound that link up to what we have going on in our healthy vibrating bodies, they can amplify that frequency paired with the perfect structure. Then they can link up with the cells and parts of our body that are not vibrating in a healthy way and remind them what they're supposed to do. Help them to vibrate on the right levels and then go back to working in perfect order. If you're look into the crystalline structure up close in a scientific way, you're going to see sacred geometry sacred geometry that we look to for our our spiritual secrets uh sacred geometry that we're all we're all like curious about and learning about right now that's what's inside the very basic pieces of crystals you know there's different formats of that i'm I'm talking about not time crystals because we can talk about that in a different episode but you know, there's about six different types of crystalline structures at the the very base of the molecule and atoms. So they're happy to help. When I'm working with somebody using crystal sound technology, after greeting the body and, and asking what crystals want to come along and, and help, you know, I, I asked them what does this person need? And they tell me, and they tell me who, when I say who I'm talking about, which crystals, who wants to go, where and why, and what type of frequency is required. They know because they have immense knowledge inside of them, much more than we do. So they are to be respected. Now, when you're going to go and work with a crystal, because they're around for so long, They know how to hang out in quote unquote low power mode. So when you're going to go and work with crystal for any reason, you want to activate it. They get activated with sound. So whether you have a crystal singing bowl, a Tibetan singing bowl, tuning forks, your voice, any type of sound frequency that you're using with intention will wake them up and they're ready to work immediately. The whole concept of cleaning your crystals or cleansing them, putting them in the moonlight and clearing them with water, that's all fine and dandy, but they don't really care. They can be around a whole lot of negativity and, and protect themselves just fine, but they will absorb information with intention. So if you wanted to put negative information in there, it works too because it's a natural law they will get downloaded with information much like a computer it doesn't decipher between good and bad information now what about the teeny pocket crystals versus the larger crystals (laughs) that i want so much all the time we live in a holographic universe meaning if you were to have you know a hall if you have a hologram on a Piece of glass, so to speak, and you break the glass, that same image is still on every single piece of glass. That's sort of a description of holographic universe, meaning the properties of the crystal are valid whether it's a huge crystal or a little crystal. The same properties are the same. Now you can feel the energy in a much bigger crystal, and that's exciting and wonderful but you can still work with the energies the same. I could go on and on about this and I probably will in other episodes, but the last thing I wanted to to say about this is the difference in the names of the crystals and the properties of different crystals. All that matters is you lining up with the vibration of the crystal in front of you and that's how you get to know it. The names don't matter as much as the vibration of that one particular crystal, very much like humans. Not all races are the same. Not all humans are the same. So just be right there present with the crystal and you'll know what to do. I have much more to share about crystals, certainly, but that's enough for today. We'll do another episode discussing various types, different ways to use them, but I hope that today was helpful and I hope that you can share this with anyone you know that that likes crystals, is curious about them, and of course, subscribe. Thanks for joining me today.